Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on episode 8 of Konosuba. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. So it seems like, uh, despite winter seemingly lightening up, given by that, uh, there's less snow on the ground, things are still kind of dire. You know, given that we live in houses and have heating and stuff like that, you know, a lot of people don't consider that the cold is rather dangerous. Although that said, I don't think that necessarily justifies Aqua burning Kazuma's tracksuit without at least consulting him. I think this is another nice instance of everybody getting precisely what they deserve, because they're both willing to burn each other's possessions at uh, their detriment overall, seeing as how the fire has now gone out without their tending to it. It's almost hard to feel sorry for them, too, you know? They kind of deserve it for behaving how they do. Now, it's interesting that Cosmo's bringing up poor party balance because I feel like, all things considered, they're reasonably balanced in terms of class, but, uh, the problem is that they're stacked with idiots, you know? I mean, I guess Cosmo's right in that they need somebody who can do something with a weapon because that is kind of the one thing they're really lacking. But at the same time, I feel like it's kind of incumbent upon him to sort of learn. Now, uh, I think we're missing something here, because I don't believe we've been introduced to Wiz yet. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm just forgetting something. I don't know. I do know that in the manga, or not the manga, the light novel, rather, that, uh, the short, or not the short story, good lord, the chapter featuring Wiz appeared before that whole business with, uh, the Headless Horseman. So, I guess this is something I didn't appreciate the first time I watched Konosuba, but 
I guess, uh... I guess they're sort of doing, uh, maybe like... What would you call it? Like, in-media res. Where, uh, rather than introducing Wiz as they would have done, we're just sort of, uh... Acting as though we kind of already know her. And, you know, it's a shame in a way, because I, uh... I rather liked the chapter that introduced her. You know, it was a rare moment of Aqua being competent. I mean, if nothing else, it's nice that uh, Aqua still has animosity for the undead with Wiz being a lich. I mean, can you really blame her? But uh, Wiz isn't that bad, all things considered, you know. It's more just something that's funny. So here's the crux of the issue. Cosmo wants to learn skills from wherever he can, including from a lich, which, you know, under normal circumstances, you wouldn't normally associate a lich with skills you would want to learn. At least not from a moral standpoint. You know, they might be useful now and again, but, uh... Well, I don't know. Konosuba's kind of working off different rules here, because liches in Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that, like, they are evil to a man, you know? Like, there is nothing redeemable about a lich, because not only do they have to do a bunch of really evil stuff to become a lich, they have to do, like, uh, ongoing human sacrifice to maintain their undead form. Otherwise, they sort of, like, degrade over time. So I guess the idea here is, uh, following the Dungeons and Dragons rules, Wiz being in such good shape would uh, probably sacrifice a lot of people with decent regularity. I mean, I think we're sort of led to believe that that's not the case, considering how uh, generally amiable she is. And I guess this is uh, something else, too. You know, I, I guess we're learning it right now, but Wiz is uh, not exactly unfamiliar with uh, the old Headless Horseman there. I mean, if I were in her boots, I wouldn't necessarily be admitting to something like that, like being in league with the Demon King, but it seems like... I guess she's more of a defector. Or, uh... Maybe absentee is the better word, you know? She just seems to be content doing her own thing. So, you know, this presents sort of an interesting moral dilemma. Okay, no, I, I take that back. This is less of a dilemma. You know, like, she is working in active service to the Demon King, but in a sort of defensive magic capacity. You know, she claims not to do evil things, but, uh... I don't know. Liches by their nature are just kind of evil. So I guess they're sort of uh, setting things up so that were Wiz to die, that would be something that needs to be done in order to uh, vanquish the Demon King. So like, you know, I don't know if Konosuba ever intends to actually get to the bottom of that plot, but were they to do that, you know, that uh, doesn't sound good for Wiz. Yeah, you know what? 
maybe it doesn't reflect great on me, but I'm kind of siding with Aqua here. You know, the less undead there are, the better. And, uh... I don't know. It's a bizarre situation leading to strange bedfellows, because I don't... really want to be lumped in with an airhead like Aqua, even though she is correct, you know. I think this is more an instance where a broken clock is right. You know, it's one of those two times a day. Oh, no. Don't do the Headless Horseman dirty like that. Man. <laughs> I guess that's kind of funny in a sense. You know, poking fun at the fact that, uh... His head is detached from his body. But, like, that's, uh... It's not honorable behavior right there. Yeah, so I guess, uh, it does bear repeating that they've already let Wiz go once before because she was sort of, uh, up to undead activity in the graveyard, you know, sending restless spirits on their way. And I think at the time, they were just sort of under the impression she was a necromancer, which, you know, that's normally bad enough, but like a lich. Frankly, I don't see how knowing this as Kuzma does, he doesn't, like, do anything or sort of, like, scheme... You know, he should know, I would think, that liches are especially dangerous and probably not to be trusted. You know, it's nice, in a weird roundabout way, to see Aqua being, uh, sort of like, smug and vaguely threatening, you know. Normally, she's the recipient to this sort of behavior. <laughs> wow, that was a that was a healthy smack. So you know, even though it is a skill you learn from a lich, and liches are generally evil beings, I feel like uh, that drain touch is probably a handy thing to have. I mean, imagine for instance that you come across an enemy spellcaster. What better way to defeat them than to drain them of all mana and stuff like that? I mean, that's, uh... It's gotta be galling for a spellcaster, you know, to be in a position like that. Yeah, you know, I get the feeling like Aqua's, uh... Kinda being a jerk here, just using her divine presence to, uh... Banish the Lich. It's weird how strangely vindictive she gets about the undead. I mean, I guess to some degree I can't blame her entirely. The undead being anathema to the living and to goddesses and stuff like that. Like, Aqua being a water goddess, I feel like there's got to be some association with life. Or, if nothing else, the natural order of things. So this is an interesting twist of fate. The party now gets to uh, live in what appears to be a rather nice manner. And uh, I was still sort of under the impression that they were heavily indebted. So I don't know how they're affording this, although... Well, 
I don't know. I suppose there could have been, like, a, a gap of time between this episode and the previous one. Because, uh, if nothing else, I feel like Kazuma would have been able to accrue wealth. The others less so. Aqua, certainly not. If anything, she's probably accrued debt. Well, that's, uh... A telling bit of divination, I think. You know, there's this whole intricate backstory about this mansion and all that, but, uh... I mean, it's kind of mundane for haunting and stuff like that. It's probably just a spooky old place. Man. I guess leave it to Aqua to just sort of sit there divining as though anybody actually cares. Well, that's interesting. You know, a ghost that enjoys hard drinks. I feel like, uh... I feel like a ghost can't do much drinking of any sort, but like the ghost of a child who enjoys alcoholic beverages, that's, uh concerning yeah you know this feels like uh, a bit of a bait and switch I feel like Aqua by saying or rather Cosmo saying Aqua won't allow Ghost to run amok that's precisely what's going to happen now Oh, uh, <laughs> that's what that line was setting up. You know, her super expensive liquor has been imbibed by the ghost. Truly, this is the worst possible of all hauntings. You know, I feel like we're going to discover, like, a tipsy Megumin or something. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. Although that said, you know, she's banishing uh, a frightening amount of spirits from the house. Like, uh, normally I feel like uh, if a house is haunted, it's just by, like, the one ghost. But that was, like, two dozen. Wow. Alright, that's uh, not creepy at all. A doll of all things. I mean, Cosmo should know, like, if he's seen any horror movies, like, the first thing you do, you punt that thing out the window, you know? Don't even, don't even entertain the possibility. Oh. Oh my god. Man, just like that, the tides turn, you know, suddenly he's being respectful to Aqua because now she might be able to help. Something tells me uh, she's probably not going to be too willing, all things considered. Oh dear. So that's a development, you know, everybody's looking for Aqua and she's nowhere to be found. 
Man, this truly is the party's darkest hour if Aqua's the only one who can help them. I guess that's also rather unfortunate that there's seemingly going to be a line to the bathroom. Yeah, unfortunately, it seems like it's just going to be these two, because, like, Aqua's going around expelling ghosts, Darkness is looking to be molested by a ghost. Yeah, I feel like this is a real no-win situation. Ooh, you know what, I guess uh, that is something, you know, Megaman told a big lie that Crimson Demons don't go to the bathroom. Well, man, the table's sure turned now. I mean, I think, like, really, only Megaman stands to benefit from this arrangement, you know, as if she needs someone to watch her back while she's doing her business. You know, she's trying to present that to Cosmo like she would do that for him, but I feel like, uh... At the drop of the head, any of these people would immediately turn on the other and leave them twisting in the wind. Although at the same time, you know, just sort of standing out there in the hallway like that, that's, uh, rather exposed to dolls, you know? I guess this is the other issue nobody really considered, you know, you sort of have to do your business in the presence of someone else. Even if there is a door separating you ostensibly, like, uh... You know, some people have shy bladders. It's not their fault or anything, but, uh... Boy, is it inconvenient right now. So I'm wondering, like, what what are these dolls actually going to do, realistically? Like, it seems they're more creepy than anything else. Oh, here we go again with that lie. Yeah, you know, thinking about it, this, uh... I feel like this is probably something I'd really rather not enjoy myself. You know, if I really had to go to the bathroom and I was being chased by a bunch of dolls... I mean, thinking about it, it's not like a typical horror movie kind of thing, but it is rather horrific in its own way. Ooh. Yeah, that's really not good. Like, imagine if Megaman were to sort of, uh, blow up the mansion. Like, they'd be... Well, destitute instantly, and they're just sort of renting this place. Man, you know, if they were out of debt now, they'd certainly go back into it. Whoops. Man, that's rather unfortunate being whacked in the head by a door like that. I mean, I guess, uh, on the bright side, it couldn't have really done any harm to Aqua.
Yeah, well, I guess, uh, you know, all's well that ends well. Alright, so this is how uh, it ties in, I suppose. You know, the spirits don't have anywhere to go from the graveyard, so they go into the mansion instead. So it's, uh... In the end, it's kind of Aqua's fault. Man, how about that? Oh dear. Man, it really never ends with Aqua. She got literally too lazy to do like the one job she took over. So she slapped the big bandaid over the whole thing and caused another big problem. I mean, what sort of, uh, what sort of goddess are you if you can't even tend to people trying to seek out the afterlife? I think that's, uh, rather serious dereliction of duty. Personally, I think Aqua should probably be demoted for that. I think Eris should, uh, should be her senior now in terms of just overall divine authority. I guess everything worked out, you know. Good on Cosma for actually tending to that grave, because there probably isn't anybody who would tend to it otherwise. And you know, it's always sort of a shame when they fall into disrepair. You know, being all dirty and covered in moss and stuff like that. Although something tells me Cosma, despite being more diligent, is probably not going to be super diligent about it either. I mean, I guess if nothing else, you know, he's in a position to take care of it. Life seems to be pretty good. Well, you know, pretty good for the most part. Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one.
See you, space cowboy.